Part four of Myths and Legends of the Pacific Northwest by Catherine Barry Judson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part four. How the Okanagans became red. Okanagan. Long, long ago, when the sun was young and no bigger than a star, there was an island far out at sea called Sami Tumi Wula, or White Man's Island. Now giants lived there. The giants were white, and their leader was a tall white woman called Shkomalt. At first there was peace, but at last war came, and the white giants fought with each other. This made Skomalt angry. Skomalt had a strong heart. She drove the unruly ones together to the farthest end of the island. Then she broke off this piece of land, and with her foot pushed it out to sea many days drifted the floating island storms swept over them and the sun beat down upon them at last all died except one man and one woman then the man caught a whale and they saved their lives by eating the blubber then their islands began to sink so they made a canoe then they put the blubber into the canoe and then paddled away after paddling for many suns they came to some islands and at last to the mainland here they landed but the mainland was not so large as it is now because it had not grown but all their whiteness was gone the sun had burned them until they were red all the okanagans are descended from this man and woman and therefore they are red in time to come the lakes will melt the foundations of the world and the rivers cut it loose then the whole world will float as the island did this is the end of the world the itsoele the copper canoe nootka long ago from the waters of volga a man came to the nootkas he came in a copper canoe which shone bright as the sun his paddles were also copper men said he came from the sky he came to teach them they should not fight at first the nootkas listened then they became angry they killed the canoe man Indians were sorry after they killed the canoe man, therefore they carve images of him for their houses, even to this day. Origin of Mineral Springs Long, long ago, in the days of the first grandfather, all men were at peace. The earth was so new that tall firs of the mountain were no larger than arrows. Many fish swam in beautiful waters and in great river many deer were on the mountains many ipo and camas roots in the valley all indians were happy then the first twins were born one became famous for the deer he shot and the fish he speared the other was always hungry one day the brothers were hunting together one leaned over the spring to drink his brother struck him on the head with his stone tomahawk and pushed him into the spring at once the water bubbled and boiled from a cloud of vapor arose an old Indian. He was the first of all Indians. He said, You have sharpened the tomahawk against your brother. Go, wander. Wherever you drink, the waters shall be bitter. The brother wandered over the mountains and plains. Wherever he drank, the waters became bitter. For that reason, Indians did not allow twins to live. One is always unlucky and the other happy. How the Ermine Got Its Necklace at Abascan. In the valley between Koyukuk and Yukon lived an old man, his wife, and two sons. The old man was too feeble to go out alone any longer, so he told the boys they must travel alone. Therefore they decided to go alone. In the morning they found a porcupine trail. 
following this downstream they came to a large river running full of ice at the edge of the water the track disappeared the brothers leaped on a cake of ice and floated downstream again they landed and looked for food when they found a fish had been left on the ice and saw many sled tracks they followed these they then heard a faint crying going on cautiously they saw a porcupine carrying a load they asked it why it cried when it did not answer they clubbed it dead cooked it and ate it going on they saw a village an old woman came out saw them and called to the people of the village to prepare food for them the brothers entered a large house where an old man was seated on a caribou skin they sat down on either side of him on caribou skins and began to eat seeing only young women besides the old man and woman the brothers asked where the young men were the young women said there were none but that they could do many difficult things which even men could hardly do the elder brother boasted that he could do more than they but the young women laughed they said they were simply answering his question in the morning the young women went hunting the brothers went with them then the women outran the elder brother and teased him he became angry and said you cannot do one thing stand at a distance and shoot at me if i am not hit i will shoot at you the younger man warned his brother but the elder one was still angry and insisted finally the women consented to shoot at him as they shot he leaped but four arrows struck him together and he fell dead the younger brother mourned for him when he wished to return and asked the way he was told it was dangerous and they described to him the monsters he would meet nevertheless he started after travelling for some time he saw a cliff with a nest of enormous birds the old ones were away but he found a young eaglet what do your parents do when they come he asked when they come the eaglet answered it becomes dark it blows and there is thunder when it is my mother coming it rains when it is my father who comes it hails the young man killed the bird then he waited soon it became dark and thundered and rained while the air was blown against him by the beating of the wings of the thunderbird the young man shot it and springing forward killed it with his moose-horn club when the other bird came he killed it too he went on until he came to a porcupine as high as a hill which lived in a cave through this cave the young man had to pass for he could find no way around it hiding outside the cave he made a noise to attract the porcupine's attention it at once began to back out lashing its tail against the mountain side until the enormous quills were stuck all over the mountain and the tail itself was quite bare then as it left the cave the young man shot it and clubbed it to death travelling on farther he found the tracks of an enormous lynx this the woman had told him was the strongest of the monsters here too he tried to go around it but could not then he tried to shoot it but the lynx caught the arrows in its claws seeing no way of escape the young man gave up hope then the lynx ordered him to clear away the snow so that he could eat him more at ease and to heap up the wood for the fire by which the young man was to be cooked the young man did this but the lynx told him to get still more firewood the young man did this going farther each time to get the wood soon he heard someone say brother stand quickly on my back and i will carry you away where are you he asked here looking down he saw an ermine at his feet 
He said, I am afraid I will kill you if I step on your back. No, jump on me. I will carry you. Then he jumped hard, but the ermine did not even move. Your back is too small. I cannot sit on it. Lay a stick across my back and put another across my neck for your feet. He laid the sticks across the ermine and sat down. Immediately it carried him to his house. The young man's parents were glad for his safe return. They gave the ermine a shell of necklace. Coyote and Grizzly, Nes Per Se Once there was a grizzly bear who was always angry. One day, when traveling through the woods, she came upon a band of Indians. She ate them all. In the evening, when she had reached home, she had a bad headache, and in the night she became very sick because she had eaten so many Indians. She was sick for a week and almost died. She sent for Coyote to come as a medicine man, but Coyote said to his friends, I do not care if she dies. It would not hurt me or anybody else. Everybody would be glad of it. But as his wife told him to go in company with others, he finally went to see Old Grizzly. After a while he came to Old Grizzly's house and made medicine. Then she got well. He told her she was sick from eating too many chokeberries, because he thought all the people would run away if he told the truth and said it was from eating too many Indians. But when the people were gone and he himself was ready to run, he told her she had eaten too many Indians. Old Grizzly jumped up and chased Coyote. He ran up the hills, he ran down the valleys, he ran through the woods. At last he changed himself into a buffalo eating grass by the trail. Now Grizzly Bear thought she would catch Coyote, no matter into what form he changed himself. So when she saw the buffalo, she started to kill it, but then she saw Coyote's trail running past it. So she followed the trail. When she had gone some ways, Coyote changed himself into his own form again. He called after Grizzly Bear and said, You are only a foolish old bear. You can never catch me. When Grizzly Bear heard Coyote's voice, she started after him again. After a while, Coyote changed himself into an old man who had smallpox. He was in a teepee by the trail. His clothes were old and worn. When Grizzly Bear came up, she looked into the house. She asked the man if anyone had passed. He told her a man had crossed the river. She saw a bridge with tracks on it. The bridge was made of willows. Now she thought she could get across on that bridge, so she walked on it. The bridge broke, she fell into the water, and was drowned. Then Coyote turned himself into his own form and went back to his people. He told them he had killed Grizzly Bear. Coyote and the Dragon Long ago, in the Willamette Valley, there lived a monster who made all the people afraid. It lived in a cave. At night it would come from its cave, seize and eat people, and return to the cave in the morning. All night it would eat the people. Coyote heard of this monster and decided to help the people. Coyote was the cunningest and shrewdest of all the animals. Now the monster could not endure daylight. It lived always in the dark. So one day, when the sun was very bright and high up in the heavens, Coyote took his bow and arrows and went to a mountain top. He shot one of the arrows into the sun. Then he shot another into the lower end of the first one, and then another into the lower end of the second. At last Coyote had a chain of arrows that reached from the sun to the earth. Then he pulled the sun down. He pulled hard until it came down. Then he hid it in the Willamette River. Now the monster thought night had come. Everything was dark because the sun was hid in the river. 
so the monster came out from his cave and attacked the people then coyote broke the chain which held the sun down and it sprang up in the sky again the monster was blinded because the light was so bright then coyote killed it when the pale faces found the big bones of the monster and carried them away indians said evil would come of it origin of spokane falls flathead coyote and fox were traveling together they were coming up the river when they got to where spokane falls now are coyote said to fox i believe i'll get married i'll take a woman of the pendarees for my wife so coyote went to visit the chief of the pendarees he said he wanted a wife chief said no chief said that pendare women could not intermarry with other tribes coyote said then i will make a falls here in the river i will make falls so that the salmon cannot get past them that is how spokane falls were made coyote in the buffalo country flathead coyote took to the trail again after a while he had nothing to eat he was nearly starved he went into a tepee at noon and lay down to rest he was very weak because he had had nothing to eat this happened in the jocko valley coyote heard someone halloo but he could not see anyone then someone called again after he had looked carefully for some time coyote saw eagle a long way off eagle said that far away there was a country where there were buffalo all the time eagle said i am going there but you cannot you are too poor then coyote was angry coyote said i can go anywhere i am going there coyote started out and in fifteen days he reached the place it was near great falls there was a big camp there and the chief's name was bear the people did not like bear when buffalo were killed bear would take the best piece for himself all the good meat and the chunks of fat coyote wanted to be chief himself so he killed a big buffalo and stripped off all the fat then he cut the meat in strips and hung it up to dry after that he built a big fire and heated some stones red hot bear heard that coyote had killed a buffalo so he came to look at the meat bear said this is nice meat i will take it coyote said i saved some fat for you then coyote took a red-hot stone wrapped it in fat and put it in bear's mouth thus coyote killed bear then the people made coyote chief now bear was a great medicine man whatever he wished came true there were many buffalo at great falls because bear had wished it after coyote became chief all the buffalo went away then people said coyote is a bad chief coyote went out again to hunt for buffalo he was all alone and he hunted for five days but the buffalo were all gone coyote was ashamed to go back to the camp so he kept right on in a little while coyote met wolf wolf said where are you going coyote said i am going to travel all over the world wolf went on ahead soon coyote heard someone coming it was a man with plenty of meat coyote lay down by the trail and pretended to be dead the man stopped he said this is pretty good fur so he threw coyote among the meat and went on coyote ate all the meat he could hold then he ran away after a while he met wolf again wolf said you look fat where did you get meat coyote told him he had pretended to be dead he said the man wanted me for my fur your fur is finer than mine if you pretend to be dead you can get meat 
wolf heard the man coming so he lay down by the trail and pretended to be dead the man stopped he said this is pretty good fur but i'll make sure he is dead then he hit wolf with a club he hit wolf twice then wolf jumped up and ran away wolf was very angry he said coyote did this on purpose i will kill coyote wolf ran and coyote ran after a while wolf overtook coyote wolf said why did you play that trick on me now i will kill you coyote said wait until i tell you something then you can kill me wolf said what do you want to tell me coyote said there are only two of us it is not fair for us to fight alone let us get others to fight with us then it will be like one tribe fighting another wolf agreed so wolf went in one direction and coyote in another wolf met bear wolf said come with me and fight coyote then bear and wolf went on together in a little while they met mole wolf said come with me and fight coyote so wolf and bear and mole went on together now coyote had gone in another direction he met cat and dog coyote said come with me and fight wolf so coyote and cat and dog went on together now wolf reached the meeting-place first he looked up and said i see coyote coming coyote was coming with cat and dog coyote was dressed up with beaded moccasins and a beaded shirt therefore he was a great chief when the fight began coyote with cat and dog killed all his enemies then coyote went on alone coyote and the salmon klamath river then coyote went to klamath river he found the people very poor they had no food the river was full of salmon but the people could not get any three skookums had built a dam to prevent the salmon from coming up the river so the skookums had all the fish but the people had none coyote was very angry coyote said before many suns fish shall come up the river the people shall have all the salmon they need then coyote went to the mouth of the river the skookums saw him they thought he was only a skulking coyote coyote whined for some of their fish skookum would not give him any coyote came close to their camp the skookums drove him away but coyote saw where the skookums kept the key of the dam that was what he had wanted when he whined for fish next morning one skookum started down to open the trap and let in a fish for herself coyote ran out of the tepee jumped between skookum's feet and tripped her up skookum fell and the key fell out of her hand then coyote picked up the key and went to the dam coyote opened the dam and let the fish through the salmon went upstream into the country of the Karoks. then the people had food to eat afterwards coyote broke down the dam ever since then salmon go every year up the river falls of the willamette talapus came from the coast to the willamette valley talapus had been teaching the coast indians he found the willamettes very poor and cold now the willamette was full of salmon but the tribes were very stupid and feeble they could not catch the salmon so talapus made a tum-tum footnote tum means heart falls were named tum-tums because the sound of falling waters resembled to the indian the beating of the heart End note. there the fish would come to the surface talapus also made a trap talapus began to make a tum-tum at hintook 
he did not like the place and left it the gravel bar shows where he began to work then tallapus went to rock island to make a tum-tum again he did not like the place and left it the rapids show where he began to work then tallapus began to make still another tum-tum here he liked the place and finished his work white men call it the falls of the willamette here the salmon come to the surface in trying to leap over the falls then the stupid tribes could spear the salmon at this tum-tum tallapus began to make a trap tallapus made one that would say no seeps when it was full so tallapus set the trap by the falls and began to make a fire he began to rub the fire sticks together then trap called no seeps it was full of fine fish tallapus emptied it he set the trap again by the falls and began to make a fire he began again to rub the fire sticks together and then again trap called no seeps no seeps tallapus emptied it then he set the trap again by the falls and began to make a fire before he could rub the fire sticks together trap called no seeps no seeps then tallapus was angry he was very hungry and trap would not let him make a fire tallapus said trap should not call so soon tallapus said can you not wait catching fish until i build my fire then trap was angry trap would not catch fish any more then the people had to spear the fish tallapus and the cedar clatsop once tallapus was travelling from the country of the tillamooks to the country of the clatsops tallapus made himself a coyote tallapus passed the mountains and headlands of the coast then he followed the trail through the deep woods as he was travelling along tallapus saw an immense cedar the inside was hollow he could see it through a big gap which opened and closed the gap opened and closed as the tree swayed in the wind tallapus cried open cedar tree then the tree opened tallapus jumped inside he said shut cedar tree then the tree closed tallapus was shut inside the tree after a while tallapus said open cedar tree then the tree opened tallapus stepped out of it the tree was a very strange one so tallapus told the tree to open and jumped inside then he told it to close tallapus did this many times at last tallapus was inside the tree tallapus said open cedar tree the tree did not answer tallapus was angry he called to the tree he kicked the tree the tree did not answer then tallapus remembered that he was coyote the wisest and cunningest of all animals then tallapus began to think after he thought tallapus called the birds to help him he told them to peck a hole through cedar tree the first was wren wren pecked and pecked at the great cedar until her bill was blunted but wren could not even make a dent therefore tallapus called her wren then tallapus called the other birds sparrow came robin came finch came but they could not even break the heavy bark so tallapus gave each a name and sent them away then owl came and raven and hawk and eagle they could not make even a little hole so tallapus gave each a name and sent them away then he called little woodpecker finally little woodpecker made a tiny hole then big yellow hammer came and pecked a large hole but the hole was too small for tallapus so he saw there was no help from the birds 
then talipus remembered again that he was coyote the wisest and cunningest of all the animals then talipus began to think after he thought talipus began to take himself apart he took himself apart and slipped each piece through yellowhammer's hole first he slipped a leg through then a paw then his tail then his ears and his eyes until he was through the hole and outside the cedar tree then talipus began to put himself together he put his legs and paws together and then his tail his nose his ears and then his body at last talipus put himself together again except his eyes he could not find his eyes raven had seen them on the ground raven had stolen them so talipus the coyote the wisest and cunningest of all the animals was blind but talipus did not want the animals to know he was blind talipus smelled a wild rose he found the bush and picked two rose leaves he put the rose leaves in place of his eyes then talipus travelled on feeling his way along the trail soon he met a squaw squaw began to jeer ho ho you seem to be very blind oh no said talipus i am measuring the ground i can see better than you can i can see tomanoas rays squaw was greatly astonished talipus pretended to see wonderful things at a great distance squaw said i wish i could see tomanoas rays talipus said change eyes with me then you can see tomanoas rays so talipus and squaw traded eyes talipus took squaw's eyes and gave her the rose leaves then talipus could see as well as ever squaw could see nothing talipus said for your folly you must always be a snail you must creep you must feel your way on the ground ever since that time snails have been blind they have to creep slowly over the ground how coyote was killed coyote had done many things fire he had stolen from skookums and salmon he had given to the indians therefore coyote thinking very highly of himself wanted to travel to the sky world now star came every night very close to coyote coyote lived above the clouds on a mountain top therefore coyote said to star take me with you star only laughed thus coyote was angry coyote said every night when the star came take me with you into the sky but star only laughed then coyote howled at star at last star said to-morrow night i will take you to the sky world next night star came again to the mountain star came quite close to coyote then coyote leaped far and caught on the edge of star so they travelled through the sky world star climbed higher and higher coyote looked down the tall firs of the forest were only as large as arrows then coyote became cold travelling high in the sky world star was not warm like sun coyote became so cold he could not hold on his paws slipped and he fell coyote fell far to the earth below him for ten snows he fell when coyote struck the earth he was crushed as flat as a willow mat thus coyote was killed end of part four